for everybody, there's something that those traditions do that for the rest of our lives, those are going to be moments that we can look back upon. And you know, life is full of down moments. You have to have some up moments. You have to have some moments that you're intentional about saying, this is going to be special. Well, we've arrived at that wonderful time of year when the sights and sounds of the holidays are all around us. As our attention turns toward gathering with family and friends, sharing special meals and celebrating the blessings of God, we also find ourselves enamored by the keeping of family traditions. I'm Stacy Houck here with my husband, Ben, for another episode of This Is Family. You know, traditions seem to be the glue that holds the season together. And it's so interesting how while certain traditions seem almost universally kept, there are other traditions that are as unique to a family as one's personal DNA. In either case, strong traditions provide a sense of stability and comfort to a family, especially for the children. Today, we're gonna to talk about the topic of tradition with some very special guests. And Stacy, you have a little bit of history with these folks, don't you, babe? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're so honored to have Pastor Jason and Sister Valerie Staten joining us today on This Is Family. And yes, Jason and I are first cousins so we'll do our best to keep all our, you know, inside family jokes. We'll just kind of keep that to ourselves. <laughs> uh, well, brother and sister Staten serve as senior pastor at Living Hope in Lexington Park, Maryland, and they've been pastors there since 2007. Their ministerial background includes over two decades of youth and family ministry. Pastor Staten is a highly sought after speaker for conferences and youth conventions all over the nation. In addition to their pastoral responsibilities, both Brother and Sister Staten are incredible content creators. Most recently, the Statens have been a key part of a team that launched Fountain, a content community of apostolic artists, creatives, and musicians, podcasters, and leadership experts that streams on all platforms. It's an amazing space for clean, God-glorifying content, and we are so excited about the future of Fountain. You can subscribe by visiting fountain.com. That's F-O-W-N-T-N.com. And last but not least, brother and sister Staten are parents of four incredible daughters who are all living for the Lord and doing incredible things with their own God-given talents. And from knowing you both, I can say that those four girls are what y'all treasure absolutely the most. Brother and Sister Staten, thank you so much for joining us today on This Is Family. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. Yeah, thank you. And uh, we will keep the uh, family inside stuff to <laughs> a minimum. You'll, you do your best, I'm do sure. Best. You don't want to we'll share do all best, the business, right? you know. So as was mentioned, I am a former Staten myself, but our extended family, like many, has some pretty quirky traditions, don't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I'll share a few. But like you said, I don't put all of our business. Out there. <laughs> uh, so I think some of the, our probably our family's biggest traditions that are quirky are state and family passed down. Um, just going on a road trip, or my dad would just say, "Hey, we're getting in the car and going for a ride," and we would sing songs that I think are original with state and family. Uh, somebody down the line either wrote them or I don't know, because nobody else I know knows these songs. <laughs> but uh, Johnny, Rebecca, what makes you, anyway, I won't even try to sing them all. Uh, oh, maybe you ought to put something on Fountain. I don't know if it would make it on Oh, okay. It might bring the whole platform down. I know a rising tide lifts all ships, but I think a, a lowering tide has the opposite effect. I think, I think we're going to have fun today. I think so. So that's, uh, you know, I think that's our, you know, food. We certainly, my mom was great with, um, just certain food items that we would have at throughout the year at different holidays. So I'd, I'd say those are probably ours. 
Um, Valerie probably has a few from her family. I don't know about quirky. I was trying to think. Um, so I was raised with two older brothers and um, a family. Of, we were very outdoorsy. So, you know, we did a lot of stuff outdoors, camping and um, hunting. And probably hunting was the biggest tradition. That was what we did to go spend time with each other. Um, but, you know, thinking fun, quirky, whatever, um, probably didn't start for our family until we were all kind of married and moved away. Um, and my parents really started investing in ensuring that we got together every other Christmas in Colorado. And that became mm -hmm. a tradition. And again, it was driven a lot off of the fact that I lived in Maryland and my other brother lived in Texas and they lived in New Mexico. So, you know, they were very intentional about bringing us all together. And we would go at Christmas time in Colorado and we would ride the Polar Express. They have a little town there um, where they redo the whole Polar Express thing. And so anyway, that's probably the one that stands out to me the most. Um, I don't, you know, we, I'm sure there were things we did that people would be like, wow, that's quirky or weird. <laughs> but I don't I don't know that it was necessarily a tradition. It's just who we were. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun, regardless. It was. Yeah, very yeah. cool. So, but but here's what I'm hearing, though, is we have heard you guys talk about some traditions that happen around the holidays, but then, you know, the road trips and the songs and, and some of the other things. So, you know, holiday traditions, you know, I think we by default kind of start to think of them as holiday-centric, but they don't have to be, right? I mean, right. there's plenty of opportunities yeah. to make you know, the make up the songs as you're traveling down the road, those types of moments happen. And, and I think that's important for a family. Absolutely. And so I think we could, you know, certainly we have a, we holidays are big for us. Like Christmas for us starts in August. Uh, we, I know it truly does. I think. <laughs> yeah. That's not really an exaggeration. Good. No, not at all. Uh, we were listening to Christmas music several weeks ago. Not, it's not full scale yet, but it's definitely sneaking in there uh -huh. a song here and there. Yeah. But we also, uh, we do have, uh, Valerie's been great at building traditions into throughout the year. She could probably share a few of those. I know we were talking earlier, and uh, she's got a pretty good list that she's been. All right, I want to hear it. So specific to Christmas um, is, would number one be our, that we kind of just started a few years ago, but it's definitely going to be around for a while, is our gingerbread um, building contest, I mm. guess we can call it. Um, so a few years ago, we had our youth pastor and his wife come to the house and we split off into teams and everybody built their own gingerbread house. And the first year that we did it, it was pretty mild. You know, it was basic little gingerbread houses. We put it on social media and had, you know, people out there vote on them. Well, then the next year we had to take it up a notch and it started getting intense. And then last <laughs> year, um, I like, I was kind of hurt, still dealing with the pain a little bit because I built like a ski slope and I had a ski slope. It had lights. I made windows oh out of isomalt. I mean, like you could see through the windows. Wow. I had a Christmas tree inside the house with lights on it. It was insane. I love it. And I, I didn't win. I don't know how I didn't win. <laughs> And the budget, um, the budget for her her house was close to the budget of building an actual house. Oh, okay. This was an expensive tradition that we've started. It's, getting, it's becoming it's very expensive. Okay. Oh my goodness. Uh, no, you're just committed to it. That's all. Yeah, she's all in. Oh, we are all in. I'm telling you, when we do, something, we all 
<laughs> and so I've already started working on my structure for this coming year. And um, every everybody's in their teams. They're having these little secret meetings to discuss the architecture of their their houses. Riley and I are we, we're still basking in the wind from last year. So as you should, yeah. Riley and Jason won. <laughs> one other com- one other deal we do that I'll, I'll just mention briefly is we started that probably ten years ago. We do a. Um, you know they have the NCA basketball tournament, sixty-four. Yep. Well, we do we do brackets with Christmas songs. Oh, so we have wow. one bracket that's like, um, uh, cla- like the the classics, Bing Crosby yep. and Perry Como, and then another one that's country and another one that's instrumental, and and then they you know we do head to head. We listen to every song head to head. Then you know the winners advance, and then we get we finally get to uh, the the song of the year. Wow, that wins the tournament. Like so it can that. be over, this you know, several cool. days that we do it. It's pretty awesome. That's very fun. Yeah. And and so does the whole family vote oh, to, yeah. to choose okay. which one wins each yep. each of the battles. Yep. Oh, that's great. Like How that. fun! That is so fun. Well, and you know, here we are sitting, just kind of enjoying, uh, sharing these fun times and the different family traditions and you know Stacy and I will load the kids up in the van and we'll go around and and look at the Christmas lights in the, the neighborhood hot and ready. hot chocolate Get and everybody's in their ready. pajamas and yeah. you know and it's just yeah. it's just fun and and these are all wonderful uh, um, you know as a family it's just a great thing to look forward to absolutely but you know when we look at these traditions in context of the family and in the context of strengthening families what what do traditions do you know, uh, you guys pastor a church. You have a number of families at your church that, that you're obviously concerned about their health, mm-hmm. long-term mental, emotional, spiritual health. And traditions can play a big part in that. So yeah. maybe from your perspective, explain to us and tell us, how does it really strengthen a family to establish these traditions? Yeah, I, uh, Valerie, earlier we were talking about this, and she shared a word that I think uh, they're anchors. You know, that becomes an anchor. It's something that memories are built around it's something that you look forward to um it it just you know again it just it brings closeness you know because everybody has their own you know dakota's uh was 12 at last year's christmas when we did that gingerbread uh, decorate for example and her perspective on that was probably very different than my very competitive wife who to her it was yeah about winning to dakota (laughs) it was just about having a good time but for everybody there's something that those traditions do that for the rest of our lives those are going to be moments that we can look back upon. And, you know, life is full of down moments. You have to have some up moments. You have to have some moments that you're intentional about saying, this is going to be special. It's yeah. going to be good. Because you don't, the bad times you can't plan for. Right. I hope you're not anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. But they're going to come. Right. So you got to be intentional about planning the good times. Mm-hmm. I go to think about how children need consistency in their life. Mm-hmm. And we can't always control you know, how consistent things are. We don't know what the government's going to do or the economy or our health. You know, we don't control over those things a lot of times. Um, But when we do, when we can control something and make it consistent and bring some stability to our children when they're young, we live in a world of chaos and they feel that. And I think it's so important that these, and I love the word that, that they serve as an anchor for our children that they can find, they can look back on it when they're older in their elder years and they can find security and comfort in those fun traditions that, you know, I've heard men and women who are well into their eighties that maybe can't remember details about their life, Mm -hmm. but they can go back to traditions that they had as children. 
you know, mm. 75, 80 years ago. And they can go back to those because it was something that anchored them and made them feel like they belonged to something. Everybody wants to feel like they belong yeah. and that they're a part of something. And I think when you have traditions where you, you know, come on kids, let's get in the car and go look at Christmas lights or let's plan what our gingerbread house is going to look like or, you know, whatever. They're like, oh man, okay, I'm a part of this. Mm. I belong to something. Mm-hmm. And it gives them a sense of security and a sense of, of consistency in their life. And so that's why we tried to be so intentional, especially during the holidays, because the holidays can be very stressful, very sure. stressful. Yeah. And so trying to make sure we take that time to plan those enjoyable times and, you know, they don't always need to cost money. I mean, it doesn't cost anything to get into the van and go look at, well, gas, which is pretty pricey. <laughs> These <laughs> days, but right? Other yeah. than that, <laughs> well, so other than that, you know, so what about those that are coming from hard places, you know, from their childhoods or how, how do they overcome the lack of traditions or the negative experiences in their childhood and, and sort of turn the corner, you know, for their own families? Uh, some, so as a pastor, I think one thing we've tried to do is create opportunities. Uh, some, some people don't have a, um, they don't have a monument to look back to. They don't have a, a template to say, Here's what a, a good tradition is. So we try to provide, so we do a fall festival, we do a Memorial Day cookout as a church. And I'm, we're not unique. I know all churches do these yeah, kind of things. But, things. But, but we try to do things, uh, Christmas Eve service, things of that nature that are probably more focused on just having fun, having a good time. Yeah. Um, but again, it's an opportunity for, and, uh, for that family to come and have a, a, an enjoyable time. And then I think just us as a family being sharing with the t- the things that we do, just again, give them ideas, not that you have to do what we do, but giving them some point of reference for what a, a healthy tradition can look like. Uh, because no matter what the past has looked like, it's it's never too late right. to start building a positive future. Yeah, well, and, and the aspect of community, I think, can't be overstated. Um, you know, if if you struggle to figure out how to make a family tradition, um, well, we can reach out and make a friend, and then we can just start picking their brain. What yeah. do you guys do? Yeah. How does it work for you? Um, and, and what does it look like? And then, and then perhaps even those traditions that were only including one family, uh, it grows into a couple or three or four. I mean, my goodness, I'm starting to see a gingerbread... Um, a, a gingerbread building contest that that goes the entire Maryland district wide, you know, sweeps the nation. Sweeps the nation. It'll be on ESPN. Competition till your heart's content. That's right. All the competition, All the competition you could ever want. Yeah, but but the but the point is, um, finding that community. Yeah. No matter, like you said, no matter what the the background of your life is, and we recognize that there are people who. Uh, come from wonderful families where traditions were beautiful and magical, but that's not everybody. Um, But what we're saying is you have an opportunity to look forward and with your own family, your own children, um, your own spouse, you can make those wonderful holiday traditions, wonderful daily, weekly traditions. You know, we keep referring to holiday traditions, but there are some things that just happen kind of uh, organically Absolutely. Um, that you really, uh, everybody looks forward to. Yeah. If it's Taco Tuesday, yeah. right? Or, yeah. or wh- whatever the case may be. So it Sounds good. 
Taco Tuesday sounds great. <laughs> yeah, Mallory, let's start that one. <laughs> so, so how do you how do you um, how do you get creative, right? Uh, the the gingerbread house, I think, is a is a great thing. That's like, wow, that was creative. Came up and you took a kind of a a core holiday thing, the gingerbread house, yeah. and then you put your own family spin on it by making it a competition. So, where can we look to for creative ideas like that? A great example is looking at other people, other families, and. And it's okay. I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to copy. No, copy. Do yeah. try it. Yeah. That's good. I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a great point. A lot point. of times we're like, well, I, I don't want them to think that we're trying to do yeah. it. Just go for it. Try and see how it works for your family. And I think, you know, trying stuff out to see if it sticks. How do we identify, oh, man, okay, this is something we need to, we really need to make this part of the fabric of our family. What does that look like? Well, I, th I think one of the main right. factors is the, the kids, you know, they're talking about it. They're like, we got to do that again. We did a, several years ago, did a Northeast foliage tour up through uh, Massachusetts and Vermont, Rhode Island area. And um, it's a, it was a little bit of a pricey one, so we haven't done it again, but we will do it again mm. because that's all, the girls have not stopped talking about it for, what, four years now. Wow. That's all they talk about. So I think wow. that when it keeps coming up in conversation and, um, you know, when it doesn't come up in conversation, you, you know, you're like, okay, that was, that, that worked one time, but it's not going to be a tradition. Yeah. 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 Um, so sometimes you hold on to tradition. Sometimes you just let them go. Yeah. 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 Well, I think, I think though, that the point is really with all of these things that we have thrown out today and we've been having a great time. We, we've had a lot of fun just kind of, um, sharing these thoughts and these ideas and, you know, we're, we're getting toward the end of our time here together. And, and so from your perspective as both a, uh, a parent and also pastors of, of your church, kind of melt those two roles together. Because we're talking with a lot of families here who, um, who are trying to develop their own traditions and their own family structure. Yeah. Um, but give us some final thoughts maybe around what families can do to really benefit from this whole idea of, of tradition. So I think I'm, I'm going to touch on something you said earlier and then just bring it to that. I think uh, when we were talking earlier about learning, you know, how do you get ideas from other places? Some of the some of the things we do, like the fall fall cooking competition, is an idea we got from another family, and we just made it ours. But I hear so uh, a principle that I would say years ago, I went and looked at a new model uh, Kia Telluride vehicle. Mm -hmm. I'd never seen one before, but I went and looked at it. I was looking to buy one, and then on my way home from that dealership, I saw about thirty of them. Oh yeah, I'd never seen one before, but once I saw one and it was what was in my mind, I saw them everywhere. Mm. And I think when when your family is important and it's intentional, you're going to come up with ideas. You're going to come up with ways of of making memories together. And so I, I would say be intentional as a pastor and as a parent. Yeah. It's important your family's health. If your family's not healthy, your spiritual health is not going to be uh, healthy. Uh, your family, everything about your, you know, even in the Old Testament, so much of their walk with God. That, I mean, the first uh, Adam and Eve, it was family-based before mm -hmm. it was ever a church. Mm -hmm. And so if we don't make our families an intentional thing, it, it, it will absolutely destroy our walk with God if our families are not healthy. So, Valerie, you agree? I think being intentional is... Yeah, that's the word that, that came to my mind immediately was intentionality, just... And I think if we can get past the, well, I don't know if we've got time or however it may feel like as the parent, you're, you're being inconvenienced and it's going to 
you know, when, when we do our gingerbread house thing, you know, it takes a lot of time to prepare for it. I got to go out and get all the stuff and, and look past all of that and think, okay, what am I doing for my kids? What am I building for them? What am I, what am I preparing for them? And I think, um, just going back to it, it gives them that sense of belonging. It gives them that sense of of being a part of something and passing that on to them. I hope and pray mm. my girls are able to take the things that we've done and pass it on to their families when they have families and add to it and do more and greater things than we've, we've done. Sure. Yeah. Well, we have come to the end of our time here for today. What an incredible time we've had today just talking about the fun and importance of family traditions. In our closing moments, Brother and Sister Staten, would you mind praying over our This Is Family listeners? Rowdy really is an incredible mom. She Most of our memories or uh, traditions come start with her. So I would love for her to pray a blessing over the audience if she would. All right. God, I thank you for this time together and the discussion we've had today. And I pray over every family, every mother, every father, every child, grandparent, God, whoever might be listening today. First and foremost, God, I pray you would baptize us with your peace. God, in a world that is chaotic, I pray that our families would be a place where there's peace and there's safety. And God, I pray your anointing and your protection over families. And God, I pray you'd give us creativity to be able to do things and come up with things that we can do as a family. And God, I just pray your blessings, your hand of mercy and protection over us. And we thank you for all your blessings. Thank you for the family that we have and the family of God with the churches that we go to. God, we're just a blessed people, and we're so thankful for it. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you all so much for being with us today. It's been wonderful and and, and lots of fun. So thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. It was fun. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take a few moments to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And if you don't already follow Calvary on social media, make sure you like, subscribe, and share on your favorite platform at Calvary Tab Indie. We hope you'll join us next month for another episode of This Is Family. For now, we say farewell and we pray God's blessings on your family.